Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Percussive Kiwi Gaming Podcast, possibly the greatest gaming podcast you will ever hear in your lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Peter Garcia, and my co-host over here is... Delaney Vines. All right. Uh, be sure to go follow our Twitch channels. My name, mine is uh, Percussive Games on Twitch, and Delaney's is Delusional Kiwi, hence Percussive Kiwi. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you should be able to listen to us on all uh, podcast listening platforms. I was able to get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you can think of. Uh, if you can't find us, be sure to let me know so I could get us on there. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Nice. Uh, Delaney. Yeah, um, something interesting happened uh this week at least i thought it was interesting um especially kind of given what we talked about last week of just like my love for single player games for the witcher franchise all that uh and actually i probably should have verified this more intentionally but what it looks like is that cd project red overtook ubisoft as the largest game developer in europe um interesting which i mean ubisoft's not anything to shake a stick at so that's kind of that's kind of impressive. I know CD Projekt Red's been working really hard um, on the Witcher franchise, but also they have uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming out. Uh, I think in September this year. Um, yeah, it's been put it's, back a little. It's bit. already on pre order. Yeah, so um, I just thought that was dope because it's like Ubisoft's been cranking out the same games for a long time. Um, and they've had like a handful of gems here and there, but like, I feel like they've fallen into a rut. So for them to fall behind CD Projekt Red is kind of like impressive one, because it's a much smaller, like almost indie company, um, right. taking the crown a little bit, but it's also like Ubisoft. I, I feel like this is a little bit of a wake up call for them because they're a massive company and now they kind of have to, they have to hustle. Um, because they've kind of like lost it. That would be like, I don't know, like, nah, I don't have a good illustration, but you get what I mean. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, so this is like, even, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, even the Assassin's Creed like franchise, had, I feel like has been kind of fallen off too. Um, I think I mentioned that last week or yeah. what else? Uh, oh, Ghost, the Ghost Recon games. Like, I feel like they, they, showed it to be like really great but once you start playing it it was just kind of like repetitive and there was a there wasn't really nothing new <laughs> yeah so like they have like the division was great for a good time um and the division two came out i didn't really care for the change of scenery but they definitely did their work to like improve game mechanics and things of that nature but um it just seems like as far as like their their original intellectual properties there's not a lot of interesting things going on Right. Um, it's kind of the people that like get hooked into the franchises that stick around. But like, my goodness, there's so many Assassin's Creed games at this point that like <laughs> I maybe I could start with Origins. I don't know. But like um, for people that are really into single player games, they play them for like narrative and gameplay. But like for a franchise right. that has like, gosh, they have to have like. Close to 15 games under their belt, that could be an exaggeration, I don't know, but um. Lord knows I'm not going to go play an Assassin's Creed game from like 10 years ago just because I want to get back into the franchise. 
Um, I mean, they're really milking out Rainbow Six too. <laughs> that's true. They, I, you got to give it to them, I guess, for for Rainbow Six Siege. Like, they kind of did a thing for a while, and I, from what I understand, it still has a relatively healthy player base too. Oh yeah, definitely. You could um, hop in a game, and there's still a bunch of people playing. Yeah, it's just interesting because it kind of seems like, uh, in in granted, I guess now that I think about it, they still like Ubisoft still has. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil, I think it's I think it's still called Beyond Good and Evil too. I'm not sure. Um, they're still developing that. We haven't gotten a whole lot of news on that recently, but um, mm. yeah, they're just kind of lagging behind a little bit. I forgot they have a For Honor. Did you play For Honor? I played For Honor for a little bit. It was it was interesting. I didn't really care for the like you have to put your mouse directionally to choose the kind of attack. Like oh, I it, guess it's a little better on console. Yeah, it would be better on console. Um, I actually liked yeah, that game. I liked I liked the ideas it was trying to go for. And I actually played through all the campaign mode on that game now that now that I remember. Um and it was it was fun, but it was like multiplayer. Maybe that's what it was. I felt like with with the multiplayer and like um skirmishes and uh like one on ones, three on threes, whatever, it always felt like there was definitely a meta. Um, right. So it was like the the characters that I wanted to play as just weren't really that effective. Oh, um, okay. I felt like, at, at least at the time, like at launch, I always got freaking ganked by people just running up and doing like stabs with their pikes and oh. whatever. It was a yeah, bad time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not very bad. I was kind of one of those guys who would like, like, I chose the small, fast characters. Yeah. And I would just run up on everyone. <laughs> yeah. I feel, and it did get better over time. It just kind of, I feel like the damage was already done and the player base had gotten kind of small by the time it got to that point. Right. Yeah, it's relatively small now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just exciting. I'm a huge fan of CD Projekt Red because obviously the Witcher franchise, Cyberpunk looks like it's good, like it's going to be really good. Um, So we'll just have to see how that that kind of goes yeah we'll see what happens um something interesting i just found out uh minecraft they're they're they came out with something today <laughs> that was sick uh it's called minecraft dungeons and it's almost like a uh like an arcadey like type it, it's it's described as an action rpg dungeon crawler yeah I watched that. So Professor Broman on Twitch has been um, streaming a little bit of that. It kind of looks like Minecraft meets Diablo, I guess. Like an um, arcade. Like, did you ever play um, Black? What is it? Roblox. Black Ops Arcade. Oh, Black like o- from Black, Black Ops. Ops? Yeah. Or so Black Ops. And the first Black Ops, the Call of Black Duty o- Black Ops. So they had a zombies mode where it was like above and it was just like a cool little arcade game. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> That's funny. But it, it looks interesting. I think I might cop it. I don't I just, know. I just can't get into Minecraft, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dungeons thing looks interesting. I'll give it that. But um, gosh, just putting the idea of putting Minecraft on my hard, hard drive kind of kills my soul a little bit. Right. I don't know. I uh I bought my girlfriend it <laughs> so we Sick. can try and play together something. I think it's a good game to get people started playing games. 
you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll give you that. Kind of, yeah, so we'll we'll see um how that goes when we start playing a little more together. <laughs> nice. She just kept asking too many questions. I was like, okay, we need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something else I'm pretty sad about is that uh, there's not going to be a new Battlefield uh, game this year. Mm. I don't know if you're into it. Were you, are you into Battlefield? I used to be super into the Battlefield franchise, but and I think the last one I actually played was probably Battlefield 3. Oh, wow. Um, and I just kind of... That was like at the tail end of my... Uh, love for multiplayer games when i was younger um right. and it just felt like I, so i kind of started with battlefield 2 and i loved it 2142 was good and then i got into 3 and it just felt like i don't know maybe i just kind of lost interest in it or it felt like i wasn't able to play the way that it, oh that's what it was now i remember here's the thing <laughs> i i detest kill cams mm. um and part of that is because I, I love to like snipe and I feel like that's an integral part of the Battlefield franchise is like you have to have those long range um, snipers and spotters. So one, you can like communicate with your team, tell them where they are if, if the rest of your team's like going after a certain objective or something. Um, right. But then also with that, like sniping, it, it immediately becomes useless, in my opinion, when there's a kill cam. Mm. I get um, you because the whole the whole idea of sniping is like finding a place like a good solid vantage point um, where you can like see enemies and you can pick them off consistently without them finding out where you are. The moment you add a kill cam to that, they know where you are immediately when they die. Right. Um, so it's just kind of like like I don't I don't want to sweat all day long. I don't want to run around with an AR or a shotgun or something and like take objectives like i prefer to support my team by sniping and by like, right. spotting enemies and that just doesn't that doesn't work <laughs> when there's a kill cam right so, anyway so yeah You're... that's why i stopped playing battlefield no i i think the um the way i would get around that is just playing hardcore <laughs> mm. yeah but then and again hardcore like, was fun for sure yeah but um but yeah the the newest battlefield battlefield 5 um I don't know. Like when I was playing it, it just didn't feel. It didn't feel. I I wanted a modern game because mm. everyone I, from what I was reading in the forums and stuff like that, everyone was wanting when it first came out like a uh, a modern game. And at that time, Call of Duty World War Two was out, so I was like, mm. oh great, like another World War Two game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but um, even all the the Battlefield content creators. Like Jack Frax and like people like them, they they eventually moved on to the Call of Duty franchise because it was just more there's more content than Battlefield, which is it sucks. But I hope Dice kind of realizes that they're losing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting just kind of like seeing some of the talks around Battlefield that like they were kind of I don't I don't think it's bad, but they were kind of plagued by the Battlefront kind of deal as well where like it was overly monetized at first right um and it just seemed like expectations weren't managed pre-release um mm. so like a lot of people kind of left and some of the content that like originally seemed like it was promised to be in the game right didn't didn't even make it in really until like this most recent season for them 
oh, and the they expanded Pacific. it to the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, it just seems like fans are disappointed in the franchise. And now like there, there was some news that came out, I think two, maybe three weeks ago, um, that at this point, EA is not, I, I don't know if it's that they're not planning another battlefield game. I know they're not planning another battlefront game, but that's, that's kind of separate. Um, and that like their exclusivity contract with star Wars is coming to an end pretty soon. Mm. Uh, I think they have like less than a year left or something like that. So that's interesting, but um, yeah, it just seems like they're realizing that they're not really doing it right, but rather than like trying to make things right at this point, they're, they might be like trying to reinvent themselves a little bit, which isn't a terrible idea. It just means that we're going to lose some of the IPs that we love. Right. I mean, EA has gone through so much like, crap <laughs> yes. for uh especially like loot box and like uh pay to win type style yeah um so they they really need to uh kind of get their um shit together <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's nowhere there's no way else to say it. they just need to uh fix what they they've kind of um made themselves out to be which is kind of like the money yeah. hungry type company which i yeah. mean uh, they kind of are <laughs> no they for sure are dude their monetization tactics are garbage but i mean Call that's, that's really... kind of like commonplace like yeah activision's notorious for having the same thing uh right. and what's uh bethesda as well is just absolutely awful right now uh, oh, with yeah. like all the nonsense around fallout 76 Oh, flop. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you get like, I mean, it's it's even tricky because at least in, in the American market, it's like EA and um, Bethesda, who are also massive publishers, uh, get get to the point where they're kind of like micromanaging monetization on other games that they publish. Um, mm. So like, I know there was a lot of like debate about you know, whose fault it really was, but like with Destiny, for example, when they were published by Activision, but like Activision was making a lot of decisions for them on how to monetize the game. And that ultimately right. resulted in something that felt like, like the game that you bought uh, to get the cool stuff. You had to like dump money into the, the microtransaction store. Um, right. Which in Destiny is called Eververse, but whatever. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of interesting. I'm still waiting. Honestly, I'm I'm just waiting for the day for Blizzard to make it like a really good single player like RPG something. Um, right. Because obviously we all know that like right now Blizzard's kind of got the like competitive multiplayer thing on lock. They they have the single largest MMO in World of Warcraft. They they pretty much are the kings of RTS at this point. Like everybody plays StarCraft, Warcraft, whatever. Like those are the the foundations. <laughs> Um, and there's some other good ones, obviously, like Civ is a big one, whatever. Um, right. And then even like for FPS, Overwatch. Overwatch is kind of on a rocky ground right now, but it's still like, as far as competitive shooting is like one of the more refined experiences, I would say, and still one of the bigger um, like televised um, right. things. So it'll it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I feel like they could do a lot better if they weren't married to Activision. 
And obviously we know they have the the ability to tell a story through cutscenes. Just seems like not a lot of that makes it to game. I get that. Um even going back to the kind of battlefield a little bit, um they I, I just read that they're gonna come out with another game in next year. But <laughs> I don't know where I'm going Sick. with this. <laughs> no. <laughs> so another battlefield I, next year. I just hope I just hope it's gonna be modern. But uh I wanted to go on to um have you done the uh I'm I'm gonna go to Call of Duty right now. Yeah. Have you done the Easter egg? I haven't done it yet. Okay. So for those of you listening who don't know what the Easter egg is, basically you have to go, you have to do it. It's only doable in plunder. Um, but what you have to do is you have to find a cell phone and uh, it's where it's like at different locations. So when you find the cell phone, it'll be ringing. So when you when you click uh, whatever button it is to listen to it, it'll be like this Russian voice and he's saying uh, numbers in Russian. So oh you have to, you, yeah. So then uh, when you find that, when you're listening to it, you have to translate it. And it translates to um, different locations on the map. So there's like a list of 10, 10. Yeah, there's 10 areas that you have to go to to find. And you have to do the phone numbers in sequence. So mm. they, he gives out three phone numbers. He'll be like, like three, nine, six. So then you have to go to the locations in that order, three, nine, six. Oh, wow. So after you do that, yeah, after you do that in sequence, then you go to the bunker located like on the top of the map. And you have to basically, you just open the door, but there's a bunch of a-holes out there camping the the uh, the bunker. So once someone opens Naturally. it, basically like all these people just start coming and trying to kill you to, to get into the bunker. <laughs> After all the hard work you've been doing, <laughs> that's hilarious. And it's only—is it but only in Plunder, or is it in uh, Warzone as well? You could do it in Warzone, but it's pretty impossible because the locations could be out of zone. Oh sure. Um, I don't think I've seen anyone do it on like regular Warzone. I mean, it makes but, sense. Yeah. Just trying to survive but, in Warzone. Yeah. When you, so when you open the bunker, you get like a uh, you pick up a SMG. It's an MP7 setup. It's actually a pretty mm. solid setup. Nice. Um, it's a cool skin. But there's a little uh, you go underneath like this little crack, and then you could see uh, there's like smoke covering something. And then when the smoke clears, it's like a nuke. Oh. Yeah. All right. So. Um, I'm excited to see where what they're gonna do with that. <laughs> Dang, you got like a tactical nuke in Warzone, dude. They're just gonna nuke the entire thing. I hope they change the map. They they might at some point. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. The thing I liked about Fortnite is that it was constantly changing. Mm. Um, they did a good job about keeping. I mean, they're still on that train, just changing the map constantly. It's kind of incredible how long they've they've uh, been going yeah even like the uh like fortnite as much as i hate to play it like yeah you have to give it to them they keep their their map even though it's the same map it's constantly evolving uh but then just like the concerts and stuff that they do is like pretty pretty impressive that they're like taking initiative to do things outside the realm of just like shooting each other in the face 
right <laughs> and building ridiculous structures it's kind of incredible how how people build things like i've seen uh stream stream snipers <laughs> oh dude <laughs> um they'll build like their favorite streamers names or something and they're like yeah. what the heck <laughs> that's hilarious there's actually i forgot his name i think it was nick Merckx or one of them he has this stream sniper who will like build his name but then he'll give him all his loot so it's like <laughs> a good stream sniper quote <laughs> yeah a good stream and then he just sniper kills him. yeah joke I know it's kind of hilarious. Like you'll give them building materials and guns and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping Call of Duty changes their map. I mean, even like PUBG, they just made different maps. Like they have the same maps, but there's at least like four different ones to choose from. Yeah. So I'm hoping they'll at least make a different map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd they be brought... interesting. Yeah. For multiplayer, they brought back uh, Modern Warfare 3 map, Hard Hat. Yeah. They've kind of been bringing in old maps, which is like, it's fun. It's cool, but... I'm not super partial to like crazy new and unique map designs. Right. Um, More just like... Like, I would be happier if, if they did release new maps, but they like were intentional about like adding... Um, elements of the map that kind of like broke traditional designs. So rather than just like new things to look at, like obviously a theme in Call of Duty is that there's like a two or a th- or it's mostly like three lanes, like three main lanes down a map or right. it's like rotary where there's something in the middle and then the area around it is open. Um, And it's like, it's cool. And obviously it's it's proven to work within their formula, but figuring out ways that like, make um just make it feel a little fresher than like new things to look at but who knows that's probably harder to conceive a map that breaks that than i'm imagining it is yeah i wish they would bring back terminal (laughs) dang dude what a great time freaking terminal yeah (laughs) that was that was a great time yeah there's another map that i can't think of um it's like a house on a hill and then like oh um i can't was think that, of it right now was that the one that wasn't the one from like modern warfare 2 where like one of the it's last showdown happens yay where they yeah. kill a uh, ghost <laughs> at the end r.i.p i know rip rip my man's ghost speaking of which i uh finished the modern warfare campaign this week had some other oh, uh, remaster yeah, no, no, sorry, not the remaster, the the one for like Modern Warfare, Warzone, whatever. Oh, okay. like the new campaign, the reboot. Um, right. And there's like some fun, even though I haven't like legit haven't played a Call of Duty game since like World of War, which is obviously at this point we know it's a different universe. Um, mm-hmm. But like even Modern Warfare 2, some of the stuff that um, I don't know, there's just some like cool Easter eggs at the end of at the at this campaign that kind of like. Um, I guess the campaign's riddled with like, I wouldn't say Easter eggs, but just like teasers of like a, appeasing very, the people that have been in. in the franchise for a while. Yeah, like yeah. good tie-ins. Um, the way it ends is like pretty exciting for people that have been longtime fans of the franchise. Right, because then it ties into COD Four. Yeah, and then 
uh, yeah, who the hell is Soap? <laughs> That's yeah, right. my favorite. <laughs> I played, I bought the uh, the Modern Warfare 2 remastered. That was nice. fun. There's a trophy um, uh, where when you're in the, um, at the beginning when you have to do like the, the what do you call it? The the run where yeah. you have to shoot the little targets or whatever. Yeah. So Shepard's on top and he's like, oh, okay, like do it. Well, you could pick up a gun, shoot Shepard, and get a trophy for it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course. I forgot what the trophy was called, but it's uh it's like, oh, like I already know what's happening. So like it's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like you killed my my man's. <laughs> <laughs> uh Speaking of which, I mean, I know this is rambling at this point, but one of the things I'm a fan of with like some games that choose to take like creative liberties to like do some fun stuff like that uh, is like anytime they they make you do something in a game that doesn't make not that it doesn't make any sense, but it makes you like engage a little bit more than just like your simple fetch like fetch quests for lack of a better term. Right. Um, Things like, yeah, you can shoot Shepard and you'll get an achievement for it. But like, yeah most normal players wouldn't think to actually do that right and similar kind of thing with the warzone bunkers like yeah you pick up a phone and it's speaking to you in russian so you have to like you have to like engage your brain a little bit to to work it out it's not just like go here and punch in this three digit code hopefully you wrote it down but also it's in your voicemail so you can listen to it again like stuff where it just like (laughs) completely holds your hand through it like I, i love the fact that it's one of those things that like one, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss out. But also, um, the solution to whatever is not that easy. Right. Yeah, doing the Russian one, like, it was quite challenging because they're, like, they kind of speak, they speak, like, normal, like, fast a little bit. Yeah. You know, you listen to someone else in a different language and they're, like, talking extremely fast. You're like, how are you even talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even speak English like, that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like me and my friends are like, what the like what are they saying? Like like this? <laughs> like what does that mean? <laughs> like I literally had yeah. like a video and I had like the translations on my phone, like trying to figure out what the heck they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of fun trying to like just kind of figure things out, like a little puzzle almost. Um, even like uh I mean I guess Minecraft's pretty like there's a bunch of stuff that's pretty hard to do on that game too. <laughs> like mm. the redstone stuff trying to make things move and stuff like that (laughs) you're speaking a different language to me right now my bad (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of like you have to do like redstone like it's like the it's like conductor for electricity Mm. so you have to like uh get these like buttons and like map them out like to different areas of your little house or whatever and the button will like trigger some electricity of some sort. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So like just making a light, you have to like have a button, some redstone and a light you made and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like very basic, but it gets yeah. more complex. I believe it. Do you have anything else, Delaney? Um, yeah, I think I'm trying to think. I mean, at, at this point we're just talking about games like yeah. Uh this last week, I finally had some time to like jump into a couple su- single player experiences, which I haven't really had time for in a long time. Um, mm. Mostly because like when I stream, um, 
it's like multiplayer stuff so i'm like playing with friends or whatever but obviously i've been hitting a lot of call of duty a lot of sea of thieves like that kind of stuff right um but it was it was refreshing to jump back into some like single player like narratives driven stuff um and obviously like i said the hit the call of duty campaign that was great um it was it was like intense and it was like I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was like morally divisive as much as it was like I mean obviously you know what whatever you're like killing people probably shouldn't be doing that and there's a whole military argument whatever right um, but like the, it it was interesting because it put you in situations where like you got tense without worrying about like it's kind of like the whole horror genre like I hate horror games for jump scares but if games oh. can create like terrifying atmospheres without relying on jump scares to make you scared you're you've won um right and that's like with call of duty um there was like obviously it's been talked about a hundred times whatever the the mission where you're like in the house as a as a child and you have to like evade this like russian dude who's like just killed your father basically um at least in my playthrough i didn't really see what happened to the brother um, so I didn't know what was going on there and it was just kind of like, what is going on? Like, this is, this is nuts. And obviously you're a little girl, like you don't have a gun. Right. So you're like trying to figure out how to get through it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it was really refreshing to be put in situations that aren't just like, I have to kill this, uh, this other player before he kills me. If I'm going to win this match that ultimately doesn't have a ton of meaning. <laughs> right. Uh, so that was cool. And then I also started this game Outer Worlds, which I've been eyeing for a while. I just haven't had the time for. But both of the both of these games is just like it's refreshing to see, you know, like for every Assassin's Creed that Ubisoft makes. Um it's fun to be reminded that there's another like solid granted, I'm not saying Assassin's Creed sucks, but there's just like <laughs> solid like new things that are happening. Um, especially right. with Outer Worlds, like it was developed by Obsidian. Um who are the original, and I think it was written by a couple of the original creators. Of, yeah, we kind of uh, touched based on it last all week. Out. Yeah. So finally actually got into it, basically, is all I'm getting at, and it's a good time. Right. Um, but yeah, nothing news related. It's just if you like single-player games, check out Outer Worlds. It's a fun time. I like single-player games. I wish there was more single-player games, because sometimes I just don't feel like playing with anyone. Yeah. Um, I heard but that. I feel like there's there's not enough like good single player games or at least maybe like a campaign where you could play with friends mm. you know like, yeah i'm a sucker like, for uh, some good co-op there was a the um, i think my favorite co-op was uh army of two which was Dang, like ps3 yeah, yeah yeah that game was so much fun just to play with a friend you know yeah, because you really, you really had to be like tactical, like oh my god, like I'm getting shot at, cover me, stuff like that. Yeah, um, it was it was a pretty challenging game at some points, um, uh, but there's not there's not really another like type of at least shooter game. I mean, you could play like uh, what's that that cooking game? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I forgot what it's called. There's like a cooking game you could play yeah. with like friends and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty fun, but I mean, I want like a like a shooter suspense type. Yeah. Because uh, even um, uh, Ghost Recon, like the, uh, it's not really like it's kind of boring. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's know. kind of everything I've heard about it. Yeah, like when you play with friends, you like go to one town, do this thing, shoot a bunch of guys, and there's not really like a like there's a main objective, but there's not much meaning to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt about the division as well. So I mean, it's... I I'm hoping that someone will. I mean, some of the indie games are are trying, I think, to kind of come out with some stuff, but yeah. As far as as far as like AAA or something like that, those type of companies, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, co-op. I mean, Call of Duty did co-op, but I mean, it's not it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Here I am over here trying to plan what I'm going to hit that on stream. You know. Oh, the co-op. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. It's just kind of like waves of enemies. Yeah. Probably a one and but done kind of situation, but whatever. Yeah, there's no like real emotion to it. Yeah. Or connection. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, please go follow our Instagrams. Uh, do you, you have an Instagram, right? Yeah. I'm an <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Delusion Twitter, of Kiwi. And uh, <laughs> Twitch, obviously. Right. Um, uh, our, or at least mine is uh, Percussive Games for Twitch, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, I, I'll probably make a Twitter. <laughs> so <laughs> keep an eye out for that one. I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday from 9 p.m. to late. And Delaney? Yeah, I stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 p.m. Pacific. And I kind of just go till uh, people don't want to hang out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh please be sure to check out his twitch he's selling some merch if you haven't <laughs> checked yeah if you haven't it's some pretty good stuff i finally got some more money so i'll probably buy one finally <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> my birthday money so it'll be a good time oh yeah happy birthday bro it was yesterday Thank you, dog yeah that was yesterday i'm 23 Woo. dang i feel so <laughs> old now <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so yeah uh thank you for listening uh please come back next week and uh if you have any comments questions please shoot us an email or um i'm gonna make an instagram finally uh but our email is uh percussive kiwi gaming podcast at gmail.com uh again percussive kiwi gaming podcast at gmail.com uh yeah shoot us some messages we love uh interacting with people yeah so, so yeah, um, see you next week. Bye. Bye.